sign the full body condom that is uh, the the uh, quarantine zone. Um, so welcome, one and all. I'm Pablo Morale Martinez, and I'm Ernesto Mancibo, and together we are the Robots versus Texas program on Radio Free Brooklyn. That's right. And uh, hello to all of y'all out there. Yeah, thanks for chilling with us on a Saturday night when you yes. could be out um, doing nothing. <laughs> yeah, you could be doing nothing, but you've you've come to the right place. I mean, you could be out spreading COVID-19 and, you know, because there, there's always a group of jackasses somewhere who's just like, it's warm. That means it's over, right? So, yeah. you know. <laughs> And then Cuomo has to get on TV and be like, I will shut everything down if you don't listen. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, fuck Cuomo. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> hey, I'd, I'd rather him than, uh, you know, the guy who's in the White House. Not yeah, I know. Political. <laughs> uh, not on this show. Good heavens. <laughs> good heavens no um but uh yeah just uh we're gonna be doing a uh, movie matchup another one in our long-running series of movie matchups yes um yes. tonight we pit the godfather uh <laughs> versus the adams family you know um it's the battle of the families uh <laughs> arguably arguably two italian families because I think, because uh, I think the 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 Corleones are like first or second generation Italians in America, and the Adams uh, are like maybe tenth or twelfth generation. <laughs> they they're not, but they're not Italian. They're a mi- a mix of who knows Eastern European. Um, That's true. Gomez, I mean Gomez. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, like. <laughs> I've been trying to place Gomez. I'm just like, huh, is he... Gomez is his first name. <laughs> okay. Gomez yeah. Adams. Hmm. Yes. All right. Um, just want to remind y'all uh, out there um, to, yeah, please, uh, if, you, if you get the chance to donate, to, donate to bailoutnyc.com, uh, you know, to help out the protesters in this pivotal moment uh, where um, protesters are out there, you know, trying to change, change the world as we speak uh, because of police brutality and um, helping to bring about justice for black lives that have been tragically lost. So, um, yeah, if you could donate, uh, please donate with uh, I Run With a Mod, uh, the Tony McDade Memorial Fund, Bail at NYC, like I said. Um, the Rayshard Brooks Memorial Fund and the George Floyd Memorial Fund. Thank you. Um, yes, yes. But yes. Um, and uh, yeah, let's let's kick off the show, my friends. Let's kick it. Let's kick it. First let's of all, kick it. <laughs> all right. First of all, how's everybody doing? Thanks for yeah. <clears throat> thanks for tuning in and joining. Um, I see a, a few familiar faces, a few, a few new faces. So yeah, welcome everybody. Thanks for, thanks for being down. Um, 
Yeah, Gomez screams Mexican, but Adams sm- screams not Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly Puerto Rican. Well, um, <laughs> all right. So uh, before before we try to uh, break down the lineage of everybody in the Adams family, let's delve into some of the great moments of The Godfather, which was the first film on the list. Um, <laughs> I'm sure. Yes, plenty that's of, right. <laughs> I'm sure oh plenty of you. Have, I'm sure plenty of you have seen this film. Um, we are not going to do a blow by blow of each film because, first of all, The Godfather is like three hours long, so that could be a show in and of itself. But you know, we're just going to go with the greatest hits uh, from the movies. And please feel free to type in uh, with any moments that absolutely scream that need to be uh, sort of talked about. But uh, just from the just from the giddy up. Yes. Um, so, uh, Ernesto, is this not the most Italian movie that you've ever seen in your whole goddamn life? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, from the very beginning, uh, you know, we're we're face to face with uh, with Vito Corleone. Yeah. And this is the day of his daughter's wedding. Yeah. And <laughs> Play, grabbing a little pussy. Uh, what? Uh, he's got he's got a little cat in it. He's got a kitten in his hands when he's when he's. Oh, uh, that's right. You know, that's right. When he's, <laughs> you know, granting wishes <laughs> like a like like a mafioso genie. Um, yeah, apparently, apparently. <laughs> I wonder if there's any credence to that. By the way, it's like, oh, on the day of the da- uh, of the of the dawn's daughter's wedding, you can come and ask for a fair. Like, I don't know. I I, I have no idea. But um, so this poor guy, um, a mortician, is telling him about the story about his poor daughter who was assaulted and beat up and ended up in the hospital and. He's just like, I want these guys who didn't who, who didn't get any time. They were sentenced to time, but it was commuted, commuted or whatever. And uh, I want them to pay. And Don, Don Corleone is just like, I haven't heard from you in like the longest time. You know, you don't invite me to your house for coffee, uh, this, that, and the other. It's like, are we really friends? And I'm just like, oh, shit. He's uh, he's laying it on really, really yeah. thick, you know. When we play Call of Duty, you go on <laughs> silent mode, and I don't, I don't see you like on when we, when I'm on Fortnite. I don't see your name up there. You don't ask me to join your clan. It's it's disgusting, really. <laughs> oh, I'm, I feel like I'm doing ugh. I'm doing Trump. It's because I said he was grabbing some pussy. Um, but Not but yeah, yeah, and he's. <laughs> I mean, he's really laying it on thin. But then he's like, the part that was the most menacing, he's just like, you know, I'm going to do this for you. And then one day, <laughs> I'm going to ask a favor from you. Do you understand? And he's just like, yes, Don Cor. And then he kisses the ring. And yes. then, you know, it's like, oh, okay. He sold his soul. All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah, I guess... I guess it's everything's cool now. Like, like imagine like uh, that that mortician like coming out of there and being like, "Gee, I guess what kind of favor he's gonna ask me?" Like, (laughs) (laughs) 
Like you, uh, I'm like he calls up Don Corleone. He's like, I'm passing by Sears. There's a sale on lawn chairs. This is two for one. <laughs> Real favor I could do for you right now. No, nah, that's not really the kind of favor <laughs> I want. <laughs> really? Because it's a steal. <laughs> Get off the phone. <laughs> Oh man, that'd be a that'd be a great like um you know how they do Marvel one shots with the side stories of the MCU uh, to do a Godfather one shot. Just the mortician trying to repay this favor back as quickly as possible. It's just like, "Hey, you know, uh uh Journey's in town. I can get tickets." Uh Nose bleed seats. <laughs> do you want to go, Don Corleone? <laughs> I'm more of a foreigner fan. Double vision and such. Um, so a hit song by Foreigner. Um, but yes, uh, I, I just want to to remark on the beauty that is this matchup. I, I, I believe that it is our duty to, 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 to kind of inform the public at large that what we're watching, these two movies are perfect. They're like wine and cheese. They're perfectly... Mwah. They complement each other so well. I got to admit, I haven't seen this film in its entirety since like early teenage years. So there was a lot that I forgot, um, including a very uh, early what I thought was going to be a pivotal moment when the Don got shot. Oh, really? Yeah. I was just like, OK, so oh, you were. Man. Oh, I was like, Marlon Brando doesn't have a big role in this film. you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I am. Um... Uh, I was I was uh, the first time I ever watched this movie. Uh, I think it was in my early twenties, mm-hmm. uh, and I was also surprised that Marlon Brando got basically um, he got, he got when when I saw that I was just like, holy shit! It's like Fifty Cent, only you know, old and Italian. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah but I, I don't doubt I don't doubt that Don Corleone ha- might might have bars, so you never know. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, um, that was surprising. Uh, I mean, I going back uh, also going back to, to Luca Brasi. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Do you think there were alternate cuts of like, you know, of where, you know, they open up that the newspaper and they see the bulletproof vest and there's fishes inside and they were just like Luca Brasi sleeps with the fishes. Right. <laughs> and. I kept thinking to myself, what were, if there were like alter, alternate cuts and there was just like, you know, they open it up and it's just bees. It's just like fucking <laughs> like a bunch of whole, like freaking Africanized hornets come out and they're just like, oh, God, you know. And then um, <laughs> Luca Brasi has been made into honey, you know, some shit like that. Luca Brasi sleeps with the squirrels. It's just a bunch of like fucking squirrels <laughs> just, ah, just come out and surprise the shit out of them. Anyway, that would have been a lot more fun. I got to say, um, <laughs> yeah, it would have added a little levity to the Godfather. You yeah, know? you know, it's like if there's anything that this movie needed was just like a little, a little comedy, a little slapstick. You know, a little slapsticky comedy. <laughs> like throw some Naked Gun style humor into this movie. That's what it need. It it needed. Uh, it needed that actor from Naked Gun. What's his name? Um, oh, Leslie Nielsen. Leslie Nielsen. Yeah. He would have fit in Mwah. perfectly. Yeah. He would have been perfect for that. 
And anyway, um, anyway, going back to The Godfather. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, so yeah. He's kind of, so you think we think he's dead at a certain point. Yeah. And everything just starts to... Well, we start to, to really see how delicate um, respect among mafia families is. Um, that one little event can get like can start like a trickle down effect of a lot of violence. Um, So uh, one little, are you saying like the death of Sonny Corleone when he gets fucking Swiss cheesed? eh, It's not a big deal, but but, (laughs) it's just the son of a, of a mafioso Don, you know, that that sets off. It's a small thing. I mean, if if I really got to uh, if I really have to comment on on any particular character is Michael Corleone played by none other than the great Al Pacino, uh, mm-hmm. who who I swear to God is almost is is barely recognizable when you compare him to his modern acting style. <laughs> what the, like the one in Heat? Like when he shows yes. up in Heat? <laughs> It's so funny. I was telling Sabrina this. I was like, holy shit, man. It's it's just so different from him being like, um, you know, kind of like, you see my father over there? He commits yeah. crimes. And then all of a sudden, you know, you cut to heat and he's like, and he had a great ass. <laughs> and you got your head all the way up it. You know? <laughs> it's just like, I wonder, I wonder at what point he made the choice to to make the switch uh, in acting style because it's like it's night and day. Like there, there's no there. It wasn't gradual. Yeah. It wasn't gradual at all. Um, no, it was just like the sudden like cage Nicholas cage, <laughs> like shift into high gear. Um, it would be great if you switched out, um, you know, young Pacino for old Pacino in the Godfather and had him basically be like, uh, <laughs> you know, they inform him that Sonny Corleone is dead and he's just like, you could get shot walking your doggy, you know, <laughs> or whatever the fuck. You know, I have a feeling that somebody, someday somebody's going to do a deep fake video and replace the audio as well as the visual <laughs> with modern Pacino in the Godfather. Modern Pacino. And that is perfect. That will bring the Godfather up to the re-release of like Star Wars level of quality. You know, mm. when George Lucas went back with the with modern digital technology and put in all new characters and a whole new musical number and the cantina. You know, like that level of of epic it's, quality. But it's funny that you bring up George Lucas because George Lucas actually worked on the Godfather. No, like, there's there's a in the Godfather, uh, you know, listeners and, and fans uh, down in the chat room, uh, in the Godfather, there is a montage of uh, gangster shit. It's when they go to the mattresses um, <laughs> and um, and basically they 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 go to war with all the other they they go to war with all the other mafioso families. And there's like a montage. And that was ho- that was directed by George Lucas. <clears throat> Holy cow. That whole montage. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, you know, I, I, I know a, a few little factoids about this movie. Um, just like, uh, uh, you know, um, there is a link to the Adams Family 
with the Godfather universe. Um, no. Which is, No, you're, yeah. just, you're making it up. You're making it up. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> and it links up to Godfather, too, because, uh, um, what's his name? Uh, Fester, Uncle Fester, wears the uh-huh. same fat suit that, wears the same fat suit that young Clemenza wears in uh, Godfather 2. Holy cow. Weird, right? <laughs> um, so that's how the Godfather universe links up to the to the Adams family. See, everything I these matchups, these movie matchups aren't just, you know, ha ha ha, let's have kicks, you know. <laughs> it's they're they're really like studies on cinema, uh, deep dives. <laughs> it's you know. It's, it's an it's it's a film school education is what it is. So Yeah, it is. It's like a master class. <laughs> and like we're we're here to like, you know, <laughs> make cum jokes <laughs> while you're oh taking your master class. Johanna's saying that we need to see the proof. Uh I'm sh- I'll just leave that up of to Of cum jokes? Up of of the of the Lincoln universe. Oh, no. okay. I don't I think Instagram will ban us if we put that sort of proof out there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um <laughs> But um, I can just fake it and throw rice pudding at the screen. Oh, please don't. <laughs> please don't. That's what got us kicked off of Facebook. Please. I know. Okay. Oh, don't go there. <laughs> oh, I don't ever want to go back there. But yeah. um, <laughs> but uh, we start to see. Uh, okay. One one of the scenes that that reminded me of of. Um, another one of our favorite movies was during the, the, the meeting of the five families and uh, Vito Corleone is sort of saying, you know, this is after Sonny uh, has been killed. And he's just like, you know, we need to have a truce. I don't want this, you know, the streets to, to get violent. I will forego revenge of my son. If you forego this, that, and the other, and the whole way that scene was laid out, it reminded me very much of Batman 89. When, when the Joker, Which, when the Joker has all the uh, um, all like the the gang uh, leaders in the room, and and you know they're just like, what the hell are you smiling at? What's up with that stupid grin on your face? He's just like, life's been good life's to me. Life's been good to me. Oh my god. Um, yeah, I mean, that, I I feel like the. Like, uh, The Godfather was definitely, um, like, there's so many uh, influences that, like, no, I'm sorry. There's so many moments in cinema that have been influenced by The Godfather uh, mm-hmm. that uh, I feel, uh, like, can be linked up to basically, like, if you watch The Godfather, you've watched, like, a bunch of movies that have already referenced it, right? Yeah, so, oh, for sure, um, for sure. Yeah, I, with I, Batman eighty, with Batman 80, like the the get together of the of the mafioso families, I feel like I've seen that in other movies. Like I, yeah. I'm just like I wonder if The Godfather basically set the standard for for that kind of shit. Uh, with much. basically like yeah yeah with crime families and shit. So <laughs> um, I love the way that that whole scene is shot. Um, the movie itself, I mean, the movie is like three and a half hours long. So to say that it takes its time is like an understatement, uh, but I love, <laughs> I, I, I actually have grown to appreciate how slow it moves. Mm. Um, so, 
Yeah, I, I I love I love the moments with with the with the families when Vito Corleone is basically saying like you know uh, I'll put this aside and he's trying to create a truce. I love that whole scene with uh, Michael Corleone when he's confronting the uh, the the police chief and Solazzo Solazzo impastore, you know. <laughs> um, and uh, first of all, can yeah. I just comment? Can I just comment on how hard did that police chief slap Michael that he was in Italy for months, if not over a year, <laughs> and he still had like the slap mark on his face that whole time? I was just like, did did is did the police chief have like a a winter soldier kind of arm where he just yeah, like he just... <laughs> Did you recognize did you recognize the 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 um the police chief from another movie? That was from I... uh he was from uh, uh, Doctor Strangelove. He was the, like, uh, oh. we've got to pr- preserve our bodily fluids. You know that guy? Um, that's, that's right. That's, I thought he looked yeah. familiar. Yeah. That's right. That's um, right. But uh, yeah, in regards- it would have been, re- been funny if he revealed that he had a metal <laughs> arm. Because Michael had that, like, slap mark on his face for a long time. I was just like, man, this guy's fucked up like really fucked up <laughs> but but speaking of michael corleone uh in italy uh that whole if there's anything that could be cut out of this film looking back on it now i'm thinking it might have been michael's uh entire time uh in italy and him you know falling in love and that ending pretty that- uh pretty succinctly and then never being mentioned again <laughs> I, I, I yeah that that whole part was just like um, it just felt like a side mission in a game where it was just like oh no you've murdered police chief and Salazzo you have to flee to Naples Italy or whatever or, or Sicily um, and then he like you know you see his little like two D like avatar just like and he just like you know. <laughs> I'm doing a lot of sound effects, um, but yeah, he just moves on over to, to to Italy, and then all of a sudden, he has that whole side quest where he's just like, "Holy shit, he got married to the woman with like the pinkest nipples on earth." <laughs> wow. Okay, you went there. Um, I'm sorry, man. Hey, I, I was just like, "Did she take her top off?" <laughs> wow. I mean, if you're if we're going there. I have to ask a very serious question, and perhaps the women who are uh, watching the show uh, can answer this for us. And uh, I apologize ahead of time if. Oh uh, my God! Here we go. All of this is too <laughs> crass. But <laughs> at what all point? All of this is too crass. <laughs> at, at some point in the past, uh, I guess in the in the in, in the mid nineteen hundreds, uh, maybe a little after, women's breasts were very pointy. Just naturally, very, <laughs> I very I pointy. Um, I don't know if that's accurate. Maybe I, I think the I bras think were pointy. I, I think, think the bras is. were pointy. But she, she obviously look, man, took her I don't, bra. I don't want to have an argument about semantics about no, the no, 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 no. Of we, we, we have to address this because this is something that people want to know. Um, <sighs> okay. You whether go there, fine. Whether it's the Godfather, whether it's uh, old Playboys, um, whether it's um, stag films. Uh, <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> well, 
It's like it seemed like all whether, women, whether it's had... whether it's black and white newsreels, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like for some reason, all women's breasts were really pointy back then. And what changed? Was there did something change in the water? Um, <laughs> Sabrina, to round them out. You're saying, Sabrina, I want to know. Sabrina's saying no one wants to know. I want to know. Yeah, this is a, this is a this is a serious question. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I can. Uh, I, I don't know if I can. I, I can. I don't. I don't know. Maybe I should do my research and go into uh, the shape of boobs and maybe write up a, a an essay or a vlog or a blog about you know uh, a boob evolution. You but, do that. Uh, you do that. Yeah, you know. How did I, how did we get? Dude, let's talk about the Godfather. <laughs> you were you're the one who started. You were just like she had the pinkest nipples ever. I'm just like, all oh, right, okay, we're going all right. There, you know yeah. what? Yeah, you know what? This is my fault. Thank Let's you, Matt. About- Thank <laughs> you, Matt, for 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 uh, for coming on board because it's you know, it's a I would say it's a scientific question. <laughs> Matt, Matt's like I'm curious as well. One <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> we're further in the hole. <laughs> let's talk about let's talk about the fakest fight in history of cinema, which is included <laughs> in The Godfather. Can we talk and, about that that fight where you know what you been, know which fight I'm talking about? When Sonny went after uh, his sister uh, Carlo, uh, yeah, 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 <laughs> uh, which has been referenced several times throughout pop culture, um, most notably for me in The Simpsons in the episode mm. when Marge. Uh, became like a gym rat and got like all cut and everything. They lifted that scene frame for frame in that episode. I never saw that episode. Holy shit. She started going to the gym because uh, somebody like mugged her or something like that. And so she was feeling um, she became like agoraphobic. She wouldn't leave the house. And then somehow she got a gym membership and started getting like jacked. And (laughs) and was I'm dead ass. And then she found the guy who mugged her and beat the shit out of him. And it was a frame-for-frame frame exact recreation of that fight in The Godfather. Was it Snake? Was it like, oh, I am totally getting <laughs> beat up here? It might have um, been. It might have been. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, that's, that's, that's one of a few references to The Godfather in The Simpsons. Oh, we're, oh, we're, we're here. We're in Simpsons land. Um, <laughs> because remember, in, there was an episode where, where Homer... Got a pony for Lisa, yes. And just like, just like in The Godfather, complete with the music, right? Complete with the music, where the that movie producer that they threatened to basically get fucking what's that singer, um, Frank Sinatra, the Frank Sinatra analog. Yes, yes. Johnny Fontaine. They basically the that movie producer who just like wakes up and he finds the horse head. That yeah. happened to Lisa Simpson. <laughs> Complete gotta, with the music and the and that weird scream, that fucking weird ass scream where the that movie producer was funny though. He was like, ah, ah, ah. His scream I thought, I, I thought was, was one of the his... funniest things. <laughs> ah, ah. Cuts to the outside of his villa. Ah. Man, um, yeah, that, I, I, and that that movie that blah, that movie producer got what was coming to him, man. Because uh, he was just like throwing out those like racial slurs for oh, those ethnic slurs for 
for Italian people, and I was just like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, it made me jump every time, too. I was just like, he, he isn't even whispering. You know how, I guess in the modern day, if people think they're in mixed company, they're going to whisper their epithets if they are going to be that brave. This guy was just full-blown like, ah! I was just like, yeah. damn. Dude. <laughs> Dude had no. You're lucky thing. I'm not editing this week. <laughs> but yeah, um, what else should we talk about? Do you want to talk about like basically the end before we switch over to the Adams family? Sure, sure. Uh, so, um, so what part of the end? Because it seemed like there was a very long, stretched out ending. I would, I would take it from the point of Vito Corleone finally kicking the bucket. I would take it from uh, Michael Corleone killing off all the Dons, all right. uh, just which was basically ripped off in Breaking Bad. <laughs> yeah, remember when 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 uh, in Breaking Bad when he's just like he wants all those witnesses, those people that could link him to the uh, meth business. Oh, spoilers for Breaking Bad. Um, also, what's the matter with you if you haven't seen Breaking Bad? What's um, the matter you? What's the yeah. matter you? <laughs> what's the matter you? <laughs> I uh yeah. <laughs> I I have to admit, and please tell me if this is wrong, but I felt a little Italian after seeing this movie. It was oh, just did you? It was like I was just like I need to get a suit and a mm-hmm. flower to keep in my lapel. You need like a little golden horn, like a horn, like that <laughs> that gold horn that you know. Tommy Lombardozzi's got one. He could he could hook you up with like a good jeweler. Nice, um, nice. <laughs> uh. Or Jamie Veterami. Jamie Veterami. Jamie. Blah. Jamie Veterami. Uh, he could hook you up with one. <laughs> nice. Very nice. Very nice. But yes, uh, so Michael had uh, all the other uh, Dons knocked off in very, very quick succession. And the the juxtaposition of that violence with Michael attending the um the baptism of his goddaughter um was i gotta say it was like okay i can tell why this movie is referenced so much in regards to cinema you know it's like it it was it was a very it was a very poignant pairing of violence to innocence and and the person who's floating in between or trying or trying to float in between so, uh, so yeah, yeah. I I really adored that scene. Uh, adored. That's that's a very heavy word. I I enjoyed that scene quite a bit. I jerked off to that scene. All right, that's uh, all right. Um, I think uh, <laughs> you, you know you do that to everything that you like. I know. And, and this is why Alamo has given us their last warning. Their last yeah. warning. But I love that scene, <laughs> and um, I also love the fact that uh, that uh, at towards the end we see the complete transformation of Michael Corleone. Basically, you know, lying to his wife. No, his is she his wife? She's, yes, she's yes, yes, yeah, yes. They're married. They had a kid. So yes, yeah. they're married. They had a kid. Um, no mention was was ever made. I'm assuming <laughs> of his other wife who blew up in a car. It was um, just like, up. Oh, she's dead. Might as well just forget it. <laughs> <laughs> Never existed. 
Yeah, I know, right? Every time the car backs up and like it pops, he's like, "Oh shit, Apollonia, no!" Who's Apollonia? I don't know. <laughs> Shut up, your face. <laughs> don't interfere in my affairs. I was hoping at some point that uh, that Michael Corleone's uh, military experience uh, was going to come into play. Like, what if he was, you know, instead of like a, ge- uh, a generic infantryman, uh, he was like a Green Beret or some other, you know, special ops sort of person. And he's just like, like, you know, boss, do you want us to, you know, knock off uh, the other the other dons? He's just like, no, thanks. I'll do it myself. Puts on a red headband. <laughs> Turns into a cross of like the Godfather and Rambo. Like, <laughs> like out for justice with steven seagal right <laughs> like he comes like he basically he's like a uh you know um clemenza's like hey boss do you want us to plant the weapon so you can kill the police chief in Zalazzo? he's like i am the weapon and he comes out and just, <laughs> just starts breaking arms all over the place <laughs> snapping necks he snaps the neck of everybody in that restaurant just leaves a pile of corpses <laughs> Holy uh, shit, the Don <laughs> Michael Corleone really came back different, you know? But Pat um, Morita comes out of nowhere and he's just like, oh shit. Yeah. Gives the thumbs up, the Karate just Kid the, thumbs up. Just the thumbs up. The, free, <laughs> the freeze frame thumbs up. And then, yeah. you know, everybody else is still moving, but it's just Pat Morita. Yeah, I know. <laughs> But uh, but that last shot, though, when he lies to his wife, you know, he's just like this one time, this one time I'll allow you to ask me about my business. She's like, did you do it? And he says, no. And her her poor face, she's just like, oh, I knew you were a great guy, even though you disappeared on me for like (laughs) several years and then came back and upended my life. Gave me a scorching case of herpes. (laughs) I'm like... (laughs) And then, and then she, you told me it was like a cough, you know. <laughs> and she's walking. She walks off to get them drinks, and she turns back and sees like you know some dudes uh, kissing his hand, and uh, one of the the guys you know closes the door in her face, and then you know end of movie. And you can see in her head, she's just like, "Wait a minute, Michael." Oh. <laughs> I think you're a mafia boss. <laughs> oh, no, no. What makes you think that? Boss, we got to work. Tony Salerno. No, 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 no. Come on now. I'm, I'm, there's no possible way. All right, fine. Okay. It's All like, right, boss. You say you're not a... Boss, we got that fresh shipment of horses heads that you asked about? <laughs> mm, I'm in front of a wife, you know? Um <laughs> You can ask me three questions about my, you know, about my affairs. It's like, okay. Did you cheat on me in Italy? No. <laughs> Were you the one that drank the last Sprite? No. <laughs> Are you going to eat that? No. <laughs> oh, good. You know, stuffs her face. They slam the door in her face and it just ends with like, ow, you know, <laughs> cuts, cuts to credits. <laughs> Let's talk about the Adams family. <laughs> Yes, okay. 
folks, The Godfather is way more serious than we're actually making it out to be. So, yeah. uh, if you, yeah, if you we make it sound it, like it's a laugh riot. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, you know, check it out. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's a, it's an indie film, but you know, yeah. Um, the Adams Family, man. Uh, what can I say about the Adams Family? It was had, made. It was made. Yeah, I think it, it was. It's like, a made movie. <laughs> I like I like how you built the bridge from mafia drama into. I know. <laughs> whatever the Adams family is, it's a com. It's a com. It's a dark it's, comedy. It's know. kind of a mafia. <laughs> it's kind of a mafia movie. They it's do true. whack a few people. They have a credo and everything like that. Um, yeah. I mean, it. Uh, we're talking about the Adams Family that came out in 1991. We know that there is a recent animated version that just came out, but uh, we're talking about the one with uh, the the irrepressible Raul Julia, um, yes. who played Gomez Adams, as well as uh, Angelica Huston, who played Morticia Adams. Yes, and I got to say, for me, I think they'll always be like the iconic Adams. Um, who Angelica Huston? Huston Houston. Yes, Angelica yeah. and Rawl. They will be the like the iconic uh, Adams, uh, Gomez and Morticia for me. Yes. Um, Just like Brando <laughs> was the Godfather. That's right. Raul Julia right. was Gomez Adams. <laughs> that's right. And oversexed um, continental I- man or a questionable origin. <laughs> Look, I, I I love The Godfather, but The Godfather didn't have a super fun happy slide. So <laughs> points are deducted from The Godfather from the get-go. You know, that ri- super fun happy slide scene was fucking awesome. <laughs> well, originally um originally Francis Ford Coppola wanted to put a happy fun slide uh in The Godfather, but um, they they didn't have like the set designer at the time. Uh, to, yeah, you're you know, right to fit in. So you know, it takes a lot, it takes a lot to put something like that together. I mean, that's how Sonny Corleone was supposed to originally die. He was supposed to go down a super fun happy slide and like go, go fly into a wall of spikes. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. You know, which uh, which obviously With the same music. <laughs> Sorry, the commentary would have been more powerful had they done it that way. But you know. Uh, uh, limitations of the time, you know. So, yeah. um, not you imagine unla- France. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no, no. I was just gonna say, not unlike the Adams family, where you know they actually built a slide and they that they didn't just reuse the same piece of footage over and over uh, to indicate that it's a very long slide. So they had to re- remove all the, all the Italian flags off the slide in order to be like, you know what? It's it's not. It, who knows where this slide came from? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is so stupid. Let's, let's, what were your what were your overall thoughts on on the Adams family? The Adams family is uh surprisingly there were a lot of parallels for me uh when watching that. It was you know, it was a very tight-knit family um that was motivated by the treatment. Uh, their whole trajectory was motivated by the treatment of how one of their family members uh, was being treated or 
to be more specific, trying to find uh, Fester, Uncle Fester. Yeah. Um, so when he enters the picture again, portrayed by the brilliant uh, Christopher Lloyd, um, they the whole family like dynamic is just shifted. They're just like, we're complete now, uh, this and the other. But then that's when the drama commences. Then they think that he's not really him, but then somehow are convinced that he is him. And it turns out that he just had amnesia. So, you know, spoiler alert. But uh, yeah, that was so fucking weird. They tacked that on at the end because I think they wrote themselves into a fucking corner. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, it, I, I did find a lot of parallels between the Adams family and um, the Godfather because it's all about, you know, um, a family member that goes missing a la Tom Hagen or Robert Duvall in The Godfather. Uh, and then he reappears and then shit goes crazy, you know. Um, and it's about loyalty. It really is about loyalty. Um, yes. Uh, except uh, the Adams Family also has a Chinese finger trap gag that I thought was hilarious. <laughs> that poor lady, she gets her, her fingers caught in the finger trap and then it cuts to like another scene and she hasn't changed out of her clothes and her hair is like completely like matted to her head. <laughs> I mean, she spent weeks like not being able to get out of that fucking finger trap. <laughs> oh, I don't know man. why that made me laugh a lot. <laughs> the fact that she didn't lose her mind uh, being stuck in that finger trap kind of paved the way for her sort of like joining the clan by ending yeah. up hooking up with uh, cousin it. Oh yeah, that's right. She's cousin. It's got big fucking big dick energy, right? Okay, all as right. As soon as he, Jeez. well, it, it's true. I mean, like <laughs> he shows up and she's like, "Oh well," and he's like, <laughs> "She's like, ah, oh, this is this the, the confidence, the swagger." Uh, but uh, I know there's a there's a question that is kind of like festering if you will on your uh, mind ah ah see what i did um ugh. anyway uh <laughs> there's a, there's a question that's there um and it's this right mc hammer <laughs> perfect soundtrack to this movie or best soundtrack ever to this movie best soundtrack ever to this movie <laughs> So such an odd choice, such an odd choice. Really? It's, it's think? just, yeah, it's just as odd as people being like, you know what we should include in this Batman movie? Prince. It's just like, really? <laughs> Listen, Prince? with Batman, it was the 80s. Okay. Yeah. And, and uh, the Adams Family, it was 1991. So we're only like, you know, two years, three years removed from the 80s. So there was still like spillover you know not that the 90s was any more sensible in regards to style and pairing but um... (laughs) such an odd such an odd move to like pair those two things together like it's like every time there's a there's like there's that scene in the in, in that auction where gomez and morticia are like bidding on the chinese finger trap and they start like fucking each other they just start fucking each other <laughs> in the middle of the auction to where to the chagrin of the people around them you know that, that, 
the guy is just like, oh, God. Um, and then it hard cuts to them, dr- like, them dri- like Lurch driving their weird car. And it's like, too legit, too legit to quit. And I'm like, really? Really? Is that the move you're going to make? <laughs> no, that, no, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, we're talking about the Adams. Like, w- what is weird for the Adams family? They have uh, a, they have a Frankenstein as a butler. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> so they get I mean, down, they, they get they get down to hip hop. I mean, shit. Yeah, they're <laughs> they're worldwide, you know. Like during during the film, they do the mamushka, you know. So, yeah. <laughs> which is a, a to which whole... I'm just like, uh, which I'm just like. That's the second time uh, there's there's this like there's this uh, like party. And it's very like festive, and it's got like its own style of like music with like with you know, in The Godfather they have like uh, you know Italian music going off. They have tarantellas, and then in here they have like the mumushka. And I was just like, this is perfect, you know. Yeah. This is such a this is such an amazing transition between films. But um, uh, fast fast forward into the movie a little more when when the plot uh, the main point of the plot of Uncle Fester returning to the family. He's trying to get to the uh, to the Adams family fortune, which is hidden in a hallway of just gold and uh, and fine gems and and all that and all that stuff. Um, and uh, he eventually the the crux of his character event- uh, hinges on his. Uh, I guess uh, hidden hate for his mother, and when she finally like makes him snap, and he's just like, he's just like, you know what? You are a terrible mother. There, I said it. Um, it's like he comes to his senses. Good impression. That, I mean, Sorry. it's it's Christopher Lloyd. Like he doesn't do anything small, so you can you can always just yeah. sink your teeth into it. Um, yeah. And that's when he opens one of these uh, paranormal books in the study, uh, which actually <laughs> I sound like a like a madman, which can actually yeah, <laughs> express weather into whatever environment it is opened up in. So they open up <laughs> they open up a book titled uh, Hurricane Irene, ironically, yeah. um, since we had that storm here in New York, like in 2011, I think. So, this movie's timely, timely, yeah, very timely. timely. They, they called it twenty years, twenty years before <laughs> they called it. Um, and uh, somehow, during the course of him uh, dispatching his mother and the, I guess, um, wealth management uh, agent, uh, he's struck by some of the lightning from the book and regains his memory. Yeah, that's. I mean, I mean. You talk about intrigue and smart screenwriting. Um, <laughs> this movie has an in spades. Also, like the two antagonists fly out the window and land in coffins. And um, I'm just like, yeah, whatever. I, you know, I, at this point, I was just like, you know what? I don't give a fuck. Um, <laughs> let's let's wrap it up. Let's wrap up this fucking movie already. Um, so. <laughs> I'm I, I was uh, surprised at how many sexual jokes were in this family film. Like, do you wow? Like, fucking just from the get go, 
there's a clock that like it opens up with you know the Adams family doing their spooky shit, <laughs> and then it, it it has like this clock. I want this clock so bad. Yes, where it's yes. just like like a little uh, Gomez and a little Morticia come out of this clock, and then he just starts kissing her titties. <laughs> <laughs> It's really, it's kind of hot, man. Like, the whole thing is just, like, red-hot fire pokers. And she's like, ooh. I'm like, all right. Yeah, I can, yeah, this is fucking, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> let's, let's talk about pitting these two families up against each other, right? The Corleone family versus the Adams family, right? Um, so... Uh, if they were to go to the mattresses, right? If these two families were to war with each other, right? Uh, and, you know, just bloodbath city. Who do you think would come out on top, you know? Gomez Adams versus Michael Corleone. Adams family all the way. Um, yeah, agreed. And I'll agreed. tell you why. Uh, because the Adams family literally enjoys death. Um, it's what gets them off. Uh, even the children are trying to kill each other the entire movie. Um, and also... I'm, convi- I'm convinced they do kill each other throughout that whole movie. And and they just keep, like, respawning, like like in a, yeah, in a yeah. video game. Um, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You're probably right, because at one point, uh, uh, Wednesday electrocutes uh, Pugsley. And uh, I was just like, you don't... He's a child. Like, you don't just... You don't just shake that off. Um, but also, I think what would really, besides the Adams family enjoying death, what would really spook the Corleone family is that there's a, there's a whole sort of uh, insinuated respect for the church uh, that the family has, you know, always going to baptisms and making references to Catholicism. So when they see the supernatural energy that the Adams family can manifest at any given time, whether it's from books, whether it's a front gate of their house that is sentient, um, whether it is the living Frankenstein that they have just driving them around, they would be like, oh, they're the devil. We can't fuck with them. They're the devil. So, <laughs> um, I... I would also agree with that um, because as much as much power and political influence that the Corleone family has, um, they don't have the wealth uh, and kind of invulnerability that the Adams family has because the Adams family, they measure their wealth in doubloons. <laughs> That's how fucking like crazy rich they are that's old um, that's old world money uh by the way folks old world money we're we're about to get cut off but i'm gonna restart the stream because uh instagram only has a one hour limit so we'll be right back okay all right well ah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm like did i do it right i can't fucking see um <laughs> So when last we ta- when last we left this this uh this deep dive into into the history of cinema um we were pitting the Adams family versus the go- versus uh the Corleones of the Godfather. Yes. Um and yes, we were talking about how uh the Adams family they have um old world money 
and uh, they have uh, seemingly limitless resources. They don't have firearms, but they can't die. <laughs> they, they literally can't die. Like, but, nothing seems to kill them. But they have, like, weapons from, like, uh, medieval Europe. Like, they have torture devices. They have spears and swords. Um, and uh, dark magic. <laughs> so, I don't really think they need guns, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's true. I just think that, like, once the... If the Corleones actually make it into the house... Um, like Sonny would come in and just be like, "What's what, what's wrong with these fucking assholes?" You know, <laughs> and then um, and then he would immediately get shot by like like fifty arrows. You know, just Swiss cheese <laughs> and do that Corleone that that Sonny Corleone dance where he's like, ah, you know. Boy, did he milk that moment or what? He was just like, oh my god, um. And that, that again, that that's that's the similarities between the Adams family and the Godfather. They they don't stop because his death is like he milks it, right? And then in the Adams family, they're the kids put on this play where they're like um knifing each other. They're like pirates. <laughs> they're putting on this school play for all the parents. And Pugsley and Wednesday are like knifing yeah, Shakespeare. And they're knifing each other, and they're bleeding, and they're just milking this death <laughs> and spraying just gore into the crowd, um, which I thought was hilarious. Uh, and uh, uh, it, that's, some parts of the Adams Family, they still hold up. Holy shit. Um, but yeah, uh, and I was just like, oh my God, the overacting, the emotion that these <laughs> these actors bring to their roles anyway. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, so, uh, what was I going to say? Oh yeah. So basically it would be like a, a big kind of home alone esque romp <laughs> where the Corleones invade the Adams family house, you know, uh, Fredo, he gets left out at the gate because he fucks up, you know, he's just like, he can't get past the enchanted gate. Uh, <laughs> and maybe he gets eaten by the rug. Uh, uh, I think that uh, Tom Hagen might make it the farthest. He might actually become consigliere of the Adams family should oh, he should he live to tell the tale. But uh, I don't think any of them are fu- gonna fucking make it. Um, yeah, yeah, because they're unkillable, and because Fester Adams is so strong that he can turn somebody upside down, like just. <laughs> Tell me that wasn't one of the funniest fucking things. I was just like, this is hilarious. Uh, him turning the guy upside down. <laughs> that if you if you met somebody who was strong enough to do that with one arm, that's that's a level of trauma that you can never get over. Like, okay, no. just, I, I basically I've been touched by a god. <laughs> yeah, basically, um, because your neck doesn't snap. He's doing it. So he's got so much strength, but does it so delicately that he doesn't snap your neck. Um, but yeah, I I think that's. Uh, you think we should uh, start wrapping up the show? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Okay. Well, thank you guys for joining us. We really appreciate it. And yeah, uh, check us out on all the social medias. Check us out on iTunes, Google Podcasts, the whole nine. Right. That's right. Um, That's right. 
And for both of us here, I'm Pablo Morale Martinez. And I'm Ernesto Mancibo. And together we are the Robots vs. Texas program. On Radio Free Brooklyn. While you're out there, you could try keeping it real. But you should try keeping it right. Song of the Week. While tearing off a game of golf, I may make a play for the caddy, but when I do, I don't follow through, cause my heart belongs to daddy. If I invite some boy some night To dine on my fending hattie It's just a pose Cause my baby knows That my heart belongs to daddy Yes, my heart belongs to daddy so I simply couldn't be bad mm, yes I'm gonna marry daddy daddy so I want to warn you laddie but I think you're swell But my heart belongs to daddy Cause my daddy 